Hey, what's going on, Clipper people? It is me, William, the Opinion Updike. You know, and believe it or not, I'm still positive, Chuck <laughs> You better be, buddy. <laughs> Things have been going pretty good up until now. Yeah, you know, this one, we're going to get into it. This one stings. I don't know about that. But it's it, not indicative of anything wrong with the Clippers, other than the fact that we need a third center. There's nothing too deep that you need to read into in this one. But anyways, just off top, in case you didn't know, uh, we're your friendly neighborhood Clippers podcast, just a couple of best friends and Clipper credentialed media folks. Mm -hmm. We bring you Locked on Clippers five days a week, Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Be there. Yeah, it's come a good time. It's, yeah, sure. it's going to be a good time today. Even after a loss, we're going to kick things off with a recap of that 103 to 96 loss to the Magic. Look, man, fatigue kind of got the better of the Clippers. We're going to dig into it, uh, kind of look at what we could have done better, and just talk about what is real to take away from this game. That's a great way to put it. Yeah. And then in What You Say Wednesday, every single week, Put a poll out on Twitter, mm -hmm. a fabulous poll. Uh, you can vote on that on Tuesdays. But this one is asking how concerned you are with the Clippers playoff seed. You know, still a lot of still a lot of games left, but it seems like things are you know starting to get close. Yeah, to, it's uh, goofy. It's a little. There's like one big variable, which is the Lakers, but there's some weird stuff. Definitely, definitely. So excited to dig into that one. And then the shavings, we're just kind of kicking around. Everything else that's, yeah. that's floating around We're Clipper Noma in the note. NBA and ending on a fun note. Gotta let you know, today's episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra. Chug it. At only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories, it's only worth it if you enjoy it. Damn straight. So stay tuned for the Ultra Player of the Week coming up later in the episode. You are Locked On Clippers, your daily Los Angeles Clippers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so the Clippers lost to the Magic, 103 to 96. Yeah. Kind of alluded to this a bit in our pregame. 12 healthy guys beat eight tired guys. Yeah, so the Clippers were, we, we knew they were going to be without Bev, Rondo, PG, and Serge. And then late, Mook. Mook, Mook is a scratch, um, which just like Law Murray has a great hashtag. It's late scratch season. It was very much in full effect. Luke Kennard got the start. Um, yeah, it just, I don't know, man. This game, I think one of the reasons that people are maybe losing their minds over this game is the fact that the Clippers started on a 12-0 run. The game started 12-0 Clippers. Yeah, in like two minutes. <laughs> but like, I mean, come on. In the NBA right now, 12 points is not that big of a lead. The biggest we ever led in this no, game was sure. 16. And once again, that's not that big of a lead. Um, I just bet some people watched that and then maybe turned it off. Gotcha. And then it was like, what the hell? Yeah, um, for sure. Because like, obviously it sucks to lose. But yeah, second game of a back to back. The first second game of a back to back we haven't won all year. I know. Bound to break at some point. Um, what else did we like in this game? Uh, you know, Luke had a fairly solid game. He uh, yeah. was the second... He was the second highest scorer on the team behind Kawhi, of course. He had 17-3-2. He had the best plus-minus of any of the starters, which... That's pretty incredible. Eh, you know, however you want to look at that is yeah. fine. His efficiency was was poor. The shooting all across the board was really <laughs> was off. really bad. Uh, it, you know, it makes sense given the fatigue, but wow. You know, Reggie was 6-18 of 18 from the floor, 3-11. of 11. That's around what Luke was at, too. Five of our eight guys had field goal percentages below 40. And the one that was 40 was exactly 40. And it was Patrick Patterson. <laughs> yeah, it uh, it was just cold tonight. Um, I mean, Kawhi had <laughs> Kawhi, some dunks early. Yeah, Kawhi and, Zoo got, Kawhi and Zoo got it going. Yeah, Zoo did his thing on the boards, uh, 13 boards. Eight of the offensive persuasion, which was great to see. 
But now we're going to get into what we didn't like. And we ha- the third center is a very real issue. <clears throat> uh, I if mean, the Clippers have someone other than Patrick Patterson, which they technically do in Oturu, but he's not good enough to play in yeah. games where we're down five guys. Got a DNP. Which is insane. Yeah. Um, we need a third guy who can play defense. I don't Patrick even think Patterson it's just a center. six in I, the Bucks game. I don't even think it's just a center. Like, let's just have enough rostered guys to have two full yeah. lineups. Yeah. Let's, can we have 10 guys? I can't argue. Is that too much to ask? 10 uh, guys? It's pretty incredible how the roster's just chilling. It's absurd. Right now. It's, it's absurd. Um, the team was exhausted in this one. As soon as the second half hit, the team just looked gassed, you know, like, and I think that's the thing, like, you know, when you're kind of running on fumes mm-hmm. and you're feeling pretty good and then you either are forced to take a break and then your body and brain kind of catch up to how actually tired you are. Yeah, you hit the wall. It seems that happened. They played great defense in the first half of this one. Um, we let what they score 37 and a half. Yeah, the, the Magic had 37 and a half and then they they had 33 points in each of the following quarters. Yeah, like it just I don't know. It's tough. Um, <clears throat> it's tough. This is one of those ones that if it had looked a little different, you know, like, or if we had gotten blown out, I could, I could understand maybe taking a stronger reaction to this one. That's just not where I'm at right now with this. I just, you know, we were bound to drop a game at some point. Sounds like, seems like one on the second night of a back-to-back after we, you know, blew out. Had the best shooting <laughs> night of the year. Yeah. From deep. And then we followed up with this stinker. You know, as Carl Tart would say, Clippers going click. The only thing, the only thing that like to me, you, we can really take away is just like the the turnovers killed us, um, destroyed us in this. Game. We had like fourteen turnovers to their eight. Uh, we had five in the first quarter. Yeah, yeah, and it, and it we were looks, winning that. <laughs> it looked like it too. I mean, like once again, it's another tired thing, but that's one of those things that where you have to lock that up. Like, not not yeah. being able to shoot well makes sense. Defense slipping a little bit. I mean, of course, like, your body, like, you know, it has limits. But I still think that, like, you can't get lackadaisical with the passing. I mean, we gave up. I mean, we, that game was still winnable down the stretch. Absolutely, uh, yeah, that's the thing. And we gave up it? a couple of, um, yeah, we gave up we, we gave up a couple of easy passes off of nice drives into the paint. And yeah. I don't know, it's just they stuff like that. first lead with, like, what? like a minute or two minutes left like, yeah it was a classic it was a classic steal by the magic and credit to the magic they played really hard you don't win a game like this if you're the magic and you don't or you're not in it all the way yeah um it was all it was a horrendous game of basketball just from the neutral perspective just yeah like it's not a great it was game. one it was one of the rougher both teams shot sub 30 percent, i think from three <laughs> or maybe the clippers shot just like 32 and the magic yeah, we shot were, 29 we were 32 i mean both teams shot 41 percent from the field one of the things that got me um and this might be an exhaust or a tired thing tired thing not a lot of free throw attempts 10 free throw attempts from the mm-hmm. that's not very good look Who's who's getting calls? Yeah. Who played for the Clippers tonight that gets calls? Terrence freaking man. <laughs> um, no, it just, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I'm trying, because like, here's the thing, right? Obviously getting the one would have been great. This was a winnable game as the game went on. Yeah. And then it, it you know, the loss sucks, but this, didn't, this doesn't change 
my thoughts about how far the Clippers can go in the grand scheme of things, right? Like there's nuance to being disappointed about losses. Yeah, for sure. I, I don't know. But this we do need a damn third me. big. We need a third big. We just need two more rostered guys. Dwayne Dedman's just I don't even ca- I don't even care what position they are. Dwayne Dedman's just hanging out on the buyout. Yeah. What is let's get him. Still no word on GR3 either. So very true. There's guys, there's gettable guys out there who would love to come play for the Clippers. And you know what you can sell them on? You're getting playing time. You're getting because playing time. everyone <laughs> is just hurt. We didn't get an update really um, on Mooker PG. Oh, there was a positive though. We're gonna end this recap on a positive note. Bev and Rondo playing five on five in practice. Yep. They seem close to getting back, which is good. The faster we can get Rondo into whatever his role is going to be, because it seems like it's probably going to be more minutes than we maybe initially thought, um, is good. We need Bev out there just because. Keep Bev on ice. Bring him out for the (laughs) playoffs. You know what? I'm maybe not mad at that. And then no update on Surge, but we hope he's okay. Um, yeah, there's been no new designation on that injury, right? It's just oh. so it's gone from spasms to soreness and just stayed at soreness, huh? Sometimes we all just stay at soreness, you know. Uh, no, it's you know, shake this one off. Uh, if you work with a Magic fan, let them have their fun. Yeah, you know, not a whole lot of good stuff going on in Orlando right now. Um, coming up, we're gonna be talking the What You Say Wednesday poll that we put out on uh, at Locked On Clips, but first. It's time to highlight the Michelob Ultra Player of the Week. Ooh, I can't wait. Who is it? This one was a pretty easy find, actually. As we all know, joy creates success. And this week's Michelob Ultra Player of the Week is Terrence Mann. Got it. It's gotta be. He didn't exactly bring it on the stat sheet versus the Magic. But his overall play recently has been so damn good. He's averaging double-digit scoring, putting good effort in on the glass. He's become a certified important piece during what was the Clippers' win streak. Oh, yeah. Um... His ability to get to the rim has made a huge difference for everybody on the clip. It seems like it's kind of maybe inspired the guys. Like Nick Batum was like getting to the rim a bunch more. And like, I think it does amp people up. I mean, it's yeah. huge. And he's one of the younger dudes. He's still 24, but like, um, he's, he's older than Zoo. That's why. Which is insane. Uh, but he's been playing fantastic. It's great to see his development. Could he end up starting a few games if Bev remains out uh, and Reggie maybe falls off a cliff? Who knows? But what we do know is that Michael Bolter has 2.6 carbs. And 95 cows. Hey, what a day. Wonder which Clipper will be next week's uh, Ultra Player of the Week. Go ahead and just listen. Michelob Ultra, are you happy because you win? Or do you win because you're happy? Okay, so we're back with what you say. Wednesday? Yeah. And this week we're talking how concerned people are out there about the Clippers playoff seed. I'll tell you one thing. Happy I asked this before the Magic game. Now you think people are more concerned. <laughs> oh, I well, we put this out on Twitter, and I think maybe... This um, didn't change our ranking, though. <laughs> this didn't change our position in the standings. I understand, but people react to things Fair. on Twitter. Um, the question was, how concerned are you with the players' clip, uh, Clippers playoff seating? The options were not concerned, mm-hmm. moderately concerned, losing sleep over. <laughs> not concerned, overwhelmingly took this one, 58%. Love to see that. Moderately concerned, second with 38%, and then 4% of people are not having a good time. They're losing sleep over this whole thing. Well, I'm glad there's not a whole lot of people out there losing sleep. I gotta be honest. Yeah, where are you at with this? I'm gonna say moderately concerned, but I think it's because I think it's because to a certain degree, you are what your record indicates, right? Yes. I mean, like, seriously. pretty damn good record. Seriously. Yeah. Um, 
So I think that, um, you know, the top four seed, look, I mean, home court is huge. But the other thing is, it's like it just shows that the team has put in enough good reps throughout the season yeah. to at least be in the top four, you know? For sure. Um, complete reps, too. Yeah, complete reps. And ideally, we, you know, we hold on to the three. I don't know how much movement there is up. Maybe we could piggyback the Suns. I don't I don't think anybody's taking the one at this point, yeah, to be honest. For sure. Um, yeah, I think the closest team is like I think the Suns are still like three, three and a half games behind. Yeah. Um but yeah, I I, I so I don't worry about it so much as like matchups. Um matchups you know, are gonna be insane for everybody. I I I I just I'm struggling to see what the easy matchups are. Like there are matchups yeah. that are more favorable for the Clippers for sure. For sure. But I mean, as we saw last year, any team can take any team, really. Um, Clippers A pointed out that if the playoffs started right now, the the Clippers path would be Blazers, Suns, Jazz, which that seems favorable. Just looking sure. at that, that seems like the most favorable, but yeah. those things are going to shift, right? Um, yeah, Arno Madathian, uh, excuse me, Madathian had a great uh, tweet. He said, not concerned the slightest because last year taught me how important momentum going into the playoffs is. Absolutely. Health, That's a great point. Health, physical, mental, and emotional. Yeah. Is the only concern here. Yeah. Like, I kind of agree with all the that. The team right. gelling at the right point. I mean, there's, yeah, there's kind of no stopping that. Yes. Um, yeah, I think I'm, I'm in the not concerned, uh-huh. but not necessarily from an uber confidence. Like, I'm not being like, I'm not concerned with this. It's more just, yeah, I mean, the matchups are going to be insane no matter what. We have to face the Lakers no matter what. So I'm not really sure if I want to get that done early or late. Yeah. But it has to happen. So we just kind of have to be ready for it. Right? Definitely. Um, definitely. And I mean, that's the thing too, right? Like, who knows with this playing thing and how much the Lakers might end up slipping. You could get a top three seed and play the Lakers in the first round. Yeah. Right. So, um, I mean, you know, feasibly. Yes. It is very possible. Uh, Rudy Zavala uh, said they voted moderately for the simple reason that history shows us. The number one and two was won the championship the majority of the time. Seldom the three, and I don't think anyone has won a lower seed, I guess. I lean on really concerned. Yeah, so I, I mean, I, I think it's a good point. I, I agree with that. I mean, it's like I said, why I'm like kind of concerned because I, to a certain degree, like you are what your record says you are. Yeah, 100%. Um, I, I feel bad for the losing sleep crowd. No one really commented why they were losing sleep. There's only a couple people who voted for it. And what would what do you think would assuage this loss of sleep? Like, would we have to be one? I I'm not really super straight up for Kyle Lowry. I think if I think if you're really really uber concerned about this, yeah, you're mad there wasn't a big splash trade. Okay, yeah, would be my logic. I mean, that's um, fine. That you know, it, margin margins moves for the Clippers still for sure. Hopefully, some still moves to be made on the buyout market. We'll keep we'll you know we'll keep you abreast on that, but. I yeah I don't know we can't a we can't control it yeah but uh, Spencer had a great tweet they're like I don't know which teams are harder out there of Denver Phoenix Lakers Suns and Utah so I'm not concerned because it's going to be a bloodbath out west either way yeah definitely definitely the play I'm very excited for the playoffs because I think the Clippers are gonna be able to like everyone's talking a lot more about this loss to the Magic right than they were about the win against the Bucks. And by everyone, I mean outside of Clippers sphere. At least oh, in the gotcha. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's that thing of like, 
it's you don't watch them very often. That's fine. We just took down the Sixers and the Bucks. Also, Bucs. why would this be the game you'd watch? <laughs> yeah, yeah. God you didn't watch forbid, the you yeah. didn't watch the Bucks game. You masochistic weirdos. <laughs> uh, why? Yeah, why wouldn't you watch the Bucks or the Seventy Six? It's definitely the 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 people who are talking the outside media who's talking about a lot about this uh, is the a big blank team is fun crowd. Um, that's who watches the Magic versus the Clippers. Yeah, uh, who's not a Clippers fan? But no, I'm, I'm excited for the playoffs. But health is the biggest thing, and it's so hard because we say that every single year with this team. Every team says that. All 30 teams say that. I know they all say that, but the late scratch season stuff is absurd this year. All all teams have late scratches. Not like the Clippers are this year. <laughs> You're trying to say the Clippers have had the same injury situation? We were down. Well, it will never start. But we were down the starting five. Almost again. every like, contender is out their best player right now. Fair, but <laughs> wasn't it just us and the Lakers? And the, the Sixers. Oh, I yeah. mean, the Nets. Like, it, I'm not counting Eastern Conference teams. They're not going to win a championship. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, I'm just saying. Like, it's not. You but know, the Clippers have a history of this. Every team has a history. Oh, of this. you're that guy. Okay. <laughs> um... I don't know what we got to do to get healthier. Mm-hmm. If it's poach guys from Miami, let's get Dan Craig to get some of those people back over here. But it's got to happen or the buyout market. We're going to be stressing this for the next week. Yeah. The buyout market has to happen. We need, we, we need two more roster players. <sighs> I just don't get the weight. They, unless they know something that someone's going to get bought out. But like, here's the thing. A lot of these people that were like, oh, this person might get bought out, this person might get bought out. Some of those guys are getting time with their teams. Yeah. So it's hard. Definitely. Like Definitely. Whiteside is a dude who's just getting time with the Kings when yeah. they're in the midst of the second longest win streak in the league somehow. Yeah. Um, I just feel like they got to make a move. <laughs> the Clippers definitely have to make a move. Another thing to think about, too, in terms of seeding is like once we're done with this tough they're like the the road games to end the season like isn't ideal but like was that a four game streak something like that we we are getting like the we we are getting one of the toughest chunks of our entire season out of the way right now yeah Um, which is so weird to think about because it is a homestand but it's not a real homestand you know what i mean (laughs) it's like it's an actual it's a murderer's row homestand (laughs) yeah and there's no one there (laughs) yeah definitely definitely i mean yeah it's not it is any homestand a true homestand at this point if you're really good friends with the media it is because then you can be like hey (laughs) i guess the jazz have been winning a lot at home i think they've only lost two games at home yeah that's true well don't they have fans over there Probably. In the beehive state? I was going to say, are there bees? <laughs> <laughs> they need to do more promos with bees over there. What are they doing? Um, coming up, we're going to be ending on a fun note, talking about a really weird NBA beef. But first, hey, we got to give a shout out to Built Bar. You must. We've been telling you about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar on the market. It is the amazing low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, elite tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate on all the bars. And now is the time to figure out which Built Bar is the best. It is Built Bar Madness. We got mint brownie versus coconut brownie chunk in the flavorful. Coconut brownie chunk. It seems like it has two of the best things in terms of this bracket so far. There's a lot of brownie represented in these late rounds. Yeah. There's a lot of coconut. Couple coconuts. This seems like it. I think this one's the juggernaut. This is the Gonzaga of the uh, the Built Bar Madness. Yeah, I like it. I, I, think, I think coconut brownie chunk could go all the way. Mint brownie just... 
kind of those even, are only two flavors i was gonna say even <laughs> saying it next to coconut brownie chunk you're like mint brownie chunk and, brownie, uh, and then another stimulus cream check. pastry what are we doing here um so shout out to coconut brownie chunk uh coconut brownie chunk gang or don't bang um go to builtbar.com or go to bar underscore built on twitter remember to use the promo code lock 15 to get 15 percent off your next order that is locked 15 to get 15 percent off your next order at builtbar.com and check back to see who won today's matchup and who will become the best tasting protein bar now will where can i bet on something like that? if you want to put some money down it's time to check out bet online oh yeah uh bet online is the only place we trust for online bets it's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action Look, we all know football is over, Uh, but hey, college basketball, very ripe right now. NHL in full swing, but BetOnline doesn't just cover sports. What? They cover awards, TV shows, even reality TV. What? You can get real-time, updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Plus, BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. That's so sweet. So head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Don't forget to use that promo code locked on. All right, now that we've thrown some bets down, we're talking shavings, which is where we just kind of, we have a little fun at the end of the episode, you know? Something fun happens, we talk about it. Yeah. There was some weird stuff. Kevin Durant and Michael Rappaport are now mortal enemies. Yes. Kevin yeah. Durant wanted to fight him. And he was saying some other stuff that maybe oh, not above board. Very not above board. Can I just just a trip through memory lane? Yeah. For this. Uh, we started hosting this podcast. Uh, we got approached in the off season. 60 years ago. Yeah, we got approached in the off season to do it, um, and so shout out to any of the day one listeners out there who remember this. Dude, but like, yeah, we were only doing like three episodes, we three episodes a week because it was the off season. But we, <laughs> I was adamant that we had to have an emergency episode oh, the yeah. next day after our first cast because there was a Twitter beef between CJ McCollum and Kevin Durant. Um, that was a good time. So yeah, I just shout out to the day ones. Yeah, uh, it's just a, a nice full circle moment. Anyways, <laughs> give me yeah, what background can you give me on this beef? What's going on there? So I know it, Michael Rappaport. I'm, I mean, notoriously annoying New York sports oh, yeah. fan. Huge dork. Uh, he was mad about how Kevin Durant answered some questions from Charles Barkley post game or something. What were the were the questions stupid? I, probably <laughs> there was like a yes or no question. Oh, gotcha. And Durant was like, uh, yes, and that apparently Michael Rappaport didn't like that, and he tweeted about it because it's that's what you do. Yeah. And then KD sent him a bunch of DMs. Oh about man. How he wanted to fight him, use some homophobic. Uh, oh, not cool. Some stuff in there. Not good. Was ma- apparently Michael Rappaport got his lawyers involved for defamation of character. Which seems like a weird step to take. Yeah, definitely. I don't know. It was chaos. It, you know, we thought 2021 was going to be better, but there's still just remnants of 2020. And I think this is one of them in terms of vibes. Um, also, How, I, why did these men have so much free time? Well, KD, he gets a pass. He's recovering. <laughs> yeah. Michael Rappaport. This isn't how you heal, though. You got to get your mind right. He's been on Twitter a bunch. You got to get your mind right. He's been on Twitter a bunch lately. This is—it's not the way to do it. Maybe not like the best decision. 
But this has got me thinking, what's the funniest Clippers versus celebrity beef that could happen now? Clippers as an organization or Clipper, a Clipper? Me, a Clipper. Oh, an or organization versus like uh, like the Clippers versus like uh, Luis Guzman for some <laughs> yeah. reason. Or like, no, Clipper, I guess, versus, uh, versus celebrity. Um, uh, poof. I'm trying to think of who like has a good beef vibe at this point. Maybe Rondo versus um maybe Rondo versus Roscoe's chicken or like a, a local chain because he's just because they messed his order up or something. He's a Waffle House guy. Oh, that's a good call. Yeah. Yeah, he was just in Atlanta. That makes a bunch of sense. Um eh, what else? Uh, I don't know. What are you thinking? I think like Zubats versus like some celebrity chef, I think would be a funny Zubats beef. versus chef is very funny. Zubats versus like Bobby Flay for some reason. Like Bobby Flay. Guy Fieri style. versus yeah. Zubats. Like he's like, I wish you guys talked about, you know, Eastern European food more. And they're like, that food sucks. He's <laughs> like, no. That, that food doesn't taste gangster. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Um, I think that'd be a fun time. Or... I don't want no. You know what? I was going to say a Paul George one, but I don't want Paul George to get into any Twitter beef. No, he please, no. That. We're keeping Paul George off of he that, that. Off That's of those type of beefs. Um, what if Kawhi got more aggressively anti Nike, like spit on <laughs> shoes? He's burning <laughs> shoes. He's like cutting up his socks. <laughs> like all those, he's mad about the little Nas X thing for some reason. He gets uh, Paul George off Nike. <laughs> yeah, he's like, you should come to New Balance. He's like, what? I guess. Um, no, but I hope this situation gets resolved. It seems like so. I don't know. I like that Kevin Durant's on Twitter and stuff like that, but this is not, this seems not fun for anybody. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's people, people are getting worked up. People are yeah. getting worked up, and we've all been pent up too. We've been in the house. Been Everyone's been in the house. Yeah. I think, um, we should put that towards some positive energy, though. Let's put it towards some good vibes. Yeah. You know what's a, a good vibe? Uh, Arno, new Clipper Twitter follower. He's been putting up, like, you know, if the Clips win by 12, he'll put 100 bucks towards a charity of our choice. Um, I'm going to do that for the next game. If the Clippers win by 12 versus the Nuggets, we'll put 100 bucks towards uh, PATH, the great homeless organization here in uh, Los Angeles. Love it. So if you're in Los Angeles, you're not familiar, a bunch of horrible shit's going down. Yeah. Um, I think about wraps. Should we just get out of here? That was a weird loss. Was a weird loss, but you know, I want to read too much into it. Let's just let's see how we look fully healthy. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's just get ready for the Nuggets. Under the Nuggets, dude. Uh, Thursday's episode is going to have a preview of that Clippers versus Nuggets game. When we doing Thirsty Thursday, what we want to see more of, which we'll try and not talk about, just active players. Uh, and then, of course, whatever else happens to do now and then in Clipperland. Well, where can people tell their bosses that they're listening to us while they're supposed to be working? Oh, uh, let your boss know that we're on iTunes or the podcast app. We're also on Google Podcasts. We're on Spotify. We're on Stitcher. We're on Deezer. If your boss is French, I don't, I don't know. Maybe you work internationally out there. Um, yeah, shout out to all those people. But please subscribe if you haven't already. It really helps us out. As we mentioned up top, we come at you Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. We'd love to have your listen. We absolutely would. I have been positive, Chuck Mockler. And I am William the Opinion Updike. We appreciate you.